for another edition of Singles Only Podcast. My name is Paul Farvar. On this week's episode, we have comedian Blake Burkhart joining us. Also riding shotgun, the voice of Reason Slash Treason, Patty Vasquez. This is a super fun episode. Blake is one of my favorite people. He's a hilarious comedian. He has some great stories of dating comedians as well as just being a funny guy. Um, if you haven't already, listen, subscribe to my podcast. But here's another thing. Some jackass gave me a one-star review and it screwed up the whole logarithm of how my podcast is now ranked. So if you could, please give me a review. If you haven't done it in like six months, just five stars, quick review, love the podcast. Or you know, even if you say hate the podcast and you give me a five-star review, I will take it and be very, very appreciative. It takes two seconds on iTunes or whatever platform you're listening to. Um, check out my website, Paul F. Comedy. There are some shows currently scheduled uh, in Oklahoma City, um, Minneapolis, Rochester, and um, Arkansas. So hopefully those happen. I think Chicago shows are opening up as well. Um, Paul F. Comedy is that site, as I said. And most importantly, uh, if you guys could, uh, please, please, please check out our sponsors as well. They've been so supportive. And we got a new sponsor, too, I'm excited about. Hey, singles-only folks. Have I ever uh, steered you wrong? Have I ever, you know giving you bad advice. I, I've been here for four years now for some of you guys. The longest relationship I've ever been in is with this podcast. And uh, I've given you everything I can. I brought guests that have informed you, entertained you, told you how to date, told you how not to date. And now I'm bringing you another tool, a superpower, if you will. It's called the Keys Dating Keyboard. You download this app and it saves you thousands and thousands and thousands of hours in dating. What it is is it has messages for every situation, breaking the ice, being flirty, responding to something that was asked of you, um, or most importantly, breaking up with someone or ending things. Instead of ghosting, you can be a responsible person and choose multiple different responses. It is the coolest thing I've ever seen. When I saw this app, I was like, I need to, I need to get this to my folks. And, you know, it's been proven that uh, singles spend over 8,000 messages, you know, hours on apps uh, until they find what they're looking for. Well, this is going to save you so much more time. It's a free app for you guys. That's what I'm going to do for you. You guys download the app. It's uh, if, you, if you Google dating keyboard keys or uh, keys keyboard, um, it's going to pop up. Promo code singles only free. Boom. Don't tell me I don't do anything for you guys. So this is. It's being, you know, it, only certain people have access to this, but you guys are going to be ones that have it. You guys are basically going to be testers on this app. And um, I'm inviting you to listen to this, to use it, and uh, before it's released to the general public, tell me what you think. Download the app. Use the password. Singles only to get in. Anyone that signs up will be free for one year. One year of free usage. I don't know what else to tell you. I am doing everything I can to get you guys to stop listening to this podcast and, and find love, whatever the hell that means. Keys, dating, keyboard. Promo code, singles only. You're welcome. It's time for another edition of Singles Only Podcast. My name is Paul Farvar. I am your host, Riding Shotgun, the voice of reason slash treason, Patty Vasquez. I, now it's in reverse order. Previously, you have said treason and then reason. You know, did, did I seem unreasonable last time? So you feel like treason. Sometimes be- you're reasonable. I think uh, most of the time you are. Mm-hmm. Um, uh, but being 
uh, that you've recently celebrated 20 years. 20 years. With we the got same human, human being. Mm-hmm. Plus 20. five years of dating before That's that. Right. Uh-huh. I, I just... Sometimes I question the relevance of the things that you say and how credible it is, well, given the quarantine. I think that it's more important to question the human being that decided that it was okay to marry me. Like yeah. I, I've asked him, and uh, I think I've told you this, that I, I asked him like well, probably a year in our relationship. I said, why did you, because this poor guy has put up with so much <laughs> drama in my life, whether yeah. it's my career or politics. And he said, well, it's kind of like being, a storm chaser. I never know when a category four is going to touch It's always down. interesting. Yeah. I, you, can't I, be, you can't say Patty Vasquez is boring. That's a true story. So yeah. it's People that, that need that energy, uh, you pursue the energy through politics and comedy. Mm-hmm. He pursues it through dating <laughs> people who bring <laughs> storms to them. Yes. That's oh, apparently... No. Yeah. Speaking of bringing yeah, storms bring out... bring the storms. Uh, this comedian... Uh, one of my favorite human beings in the comedy world. Oh he God, knows that. Uh, so nice. Of we've you. had some fun shows together uh, all over. I, I, I think I always go to you when I need someone to do a show with. If they ask like corporate people, I always feel like you're corporate. And then, and <laughs> then sometimes like you good. go on stage, and then I'm like, no, don't don't do that. <laughs> I think I could work. Blake Burkhart. Oh uh, yeah, hi. I should have waited till you said my, my my mistake. Um, I think I could do more corporate stuff, but I need to like kind of put myself in that mindset because you I like I jumped into it with you and then like as soon as I'm on stage I'm like oh no like they're just staring <laughs> at me <laughs> I forgot to remind you uh that like I'm like look like they're enjoying the show yeah but they just show it differently it's a lot of like smiling like looking smiling I'm like what are you doing like la- let yep. the laugh out why I remember you- we did one and I, f- I think that was my fault because I was like hey I think I said I just didn't I just I was like hey uh it's corporate show. You're like, yeah, yeah. I'm like, cool. This is easy. Blah blah blah. But I can tell on stage you were. He was in shock. But I'm like, no, no, no. You're doing well. Like yeah. this is good for a corporate. No. And he's and he came in. You know, he's a great host. He came in with a lot of energy. But they don't give you anything at those. And I think it was a lawyer thing we did together. It was, was it lunchtime or was it during? It a, was. It was light out. It was like six p.m. Yeah, it was say. still yeah, light yeah. out. And were they Some, still eating? Usually, if they're in the middle of eating, meal, yeah. and then I think I like talked to one particularly like old guy who ended up being like the CEO. <laughs> the guy of the firm. Oh, no. And he was like just sort of like grinning a little bit, and I was like, "What's with this fucking guy?" <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> like was everyone? It was boss, funny. And I was talking to. And then we've done shows. I mean, we've we've done shows. Oh yeah, over. you're one of the first guys to ever you know give me a shot in comedy and help me out. Is that right? Yeah, absolutely. Uh-huh. And I remember you um, kind of helped me. Uh, get in I mean like not really like pulled any strings or anything or I don't even know if you could but you like gave me going. you gave me the right advice to get into like Laugh Factory for oh me, really so. oh yeah. cool and then I got passed shortly after everything Boom. you told me so I'm in your debt pal All oh right. boy well we'll see when never I can remind <laughs> people we'll see when we like can pay, yeah <laughs> we'll see when you can pay me back uh, but <laughs> but you are single yeah and I and I know this because uh I've always asked you to do this podcast, yeah. <laughs> and you're never single. Well, for a while, it was just like, do you know something I don't? Because <laughs> you were like, are, are, are you and your girlfriend break up yet? And I was like, what? <laughs> and there like five different times you asked me that. I'm like, we're really happy, I think, but I, maybe maybe not. I don't know. Were I, you so desperate for a guest you were trying no, to destroy no, no, his no. relationship? Is no, that what happened? I okay. just like, I just want him on the show. I will say I've always wanted to do the show, and I like I am a loyal listener. And okay. I know you guys have a lot of other listeners and stuff, but like I really like it. I listen every oh, time one of my nice. friends is on. Or someone who I 
just have met recently and want to know more about. It's like, it's a very revealing show. That's Isn't little, it though? I'm a little nervous now, to be honest, because <laughs> I'm That's probably going to say way too up. Yeah, I got a beer and a glass of scotch, so I'm going to tell a lot of tales. Ooh, we should see if Lake Effect wants to be one of your sponsors. Lake yeah. Effect Brewing Company Make has it happen. Uh, what I'm drinking too. This it supplied great. the, uh, yeah, the Malort, uh, it was, it was. We can't say that we're going to have to edit their name out because uh, they didn't give okay. us any money. <laughs> well, uh, it pro- they provided him No, but beer. Blake is, Blake, you're one of the, my, uh, people that I want to reach to get. He's one of them. And uh, there's another comedian, Jim Flanagan, who I've committed, who has committed to the show. I can't be on the show with Jim. <laughs> okay. It always make me uncomfortable. I don't know. I I've know. known him since he was a baby comic. <laughs> I know, I know. I've, I've watched him grow up. I, I can't. All right. Well, yeah. we'll, we'll figure that out. But he's a, he was a pup when I met him. But you guys were the ones that I, I was like, I, I, I want to hear these I, stories. Cause you're, I'm honored to up. be mentioned with Jim. He's one of my yeah. all time oh, favorites. Easily. Yeah. Uh, but uh, you are n- now, as you do listen to the podcast, mm-hmm. I often say you shouldn't date comedians. Yeah. And yet <laughs> here you are. What did you do? You dated many comedians. Um, I don't know about dated many. I think I, I've i had um, short, yeah, I've had short relationships with I didn't say you married many relationships. I said you've I, gone on dates. Dating or, is such a, like, I maybe I think differently than everyone else, but I don't think you're really dating until it's like five, six months in. Okay. and and Fair it, enough. Depending. I think if you if you hit it off with somebody and you're like we're boyfriend no, I, girlfriend, but until you say boyfriend girlfriend, you're just seeing each other, or yeah, or like like honestly, out, it be, a, a lot of times these people are like my friends and they and they're still my friends, like all of them, you know, except for like maybe one. But yeah, they all we all still get along. We were friends first, you know, a fling occurred, and then we went back to being friends, and like it that makes sense. Yeah, and and Patty, you made a face. Because uh, he said five or six months, that's when you're officially actually dating, dating. somebody. Why do you? What? Why? No, do you I just with I, I don't. I agree with that. Really? Yeah. Well, I, hey, 25, think, 25 years off the market. Right, right, right. I, sure. <laughs> but I also say I'm hanging out. But if I say I'm dating someone, I don't call them my boyfriend or, or my girlfriend. Right. So. Yeah, I don't either. Until they are. Until you have that conversation, I don't consider it dating. But right. it's also I'm not going around like lying to anybody or like deceiving someone. Like I'd say. Like, this is really fun. Let's keep this going the way it is. I like to take things slow. And then once it gets to, like, the market, it's like, are we dating? Like, are you my girlfriend or my girlfriend? And then you have to have that talk. And they either say yes or no. Even that (laughs) seems a little bit. So is this, what are we doing here? It always seems a little bit, that's got to be It's almost like in, like, TV shows. Like, it's so cheesy to have that conversation. But But you have to. It is a real thing, yeah. Defining the relationship. And if you're not ready to have it and the other person says it to you, it's like, oh, no, I was on another couple months, you know? <laughs> what do you what do you do? In the, have you, you clearly have had situations where people wanted to be wanted you to be their boyfriend. And um, how do you get how do you squeeze a lot of that? Blakey? <laughs> no, I say uh, I mean, like right now, for instance, I uh, we're in we're all in quarantine. It's not really like sure. easy dating circumstances, but um I've I've been seeing people uh, a little bit, and I just say like, you know, my last relationship was kind of rough on me, and I don't want to jump into anything. Like we could take things really slow, but this isn't, you know, going to be serious right off the bat. And if you're not okay with that, that's totally fine. But that's all I can really. When offer. do you have that conversation? Right, like quickly. Before you've been physical, or no, I mean after, <laughs> <laughs> but like only after like once or twice. I mean, honestly, it's 2020. Like, I wish sure, I I'm old fashioned. I wish things were slower, but they're just not. Right. And not in our field of work, they're <laughs> yeah. not. People like, just take their clothes off everywhere. Yeah. Maybe not right away, but like, like, I don't know. 
Have you have you dated people who were not comedians or hooked up with people? Oh who, yeah. Okay. Are you serious? Of course. I just I'm making sure. <laughs> I mean, I guess I. Uh, yeah, my like my most recent ex that we dated yeah. for two and a half years. She was just uh, a fan of comedy. Comedy adjacent. Yeah. I, I run a show called Comedians You Should Know, and she was going to it before I was even uh, part of the clue. Yeah, before I was a producer of it. So she was comedy savvy, like had amazing taste and knew who I was a little bit, but wasn't like a fan of mine. Yeah. And then we just started talking one night and uh, it just went from there. So how are you meeting uh, women uh, other than at comedy shows? Are you ever? No, I would say as soon as you said, that, do I date women outside of comedy? I'm like, yes. And then my brain started like, <laughs> like thinking. When was the last time? And it's like they all are either comedians or comedy adjacent people yeah. pretty much entirely. But like my most recent ex wasn't, has nothing to do with comedy. She's never performed. Comedy fan. Comedy. Yeah. But yeah, I met her at a show. But you're not like you don't use dating apps or anything like that. I used you? to, but I, you know, I'm 35. I don't, um, I don't, I don't think there's anything wrong with using it after 35. But for me, it's like I don't really like one night stands, mm-hmm. and I don't see myself meeting uh, like a long term partner on one of those things, or even at like a short term. Do you want a long term partner? Yeah, I mean, I well, I want. Uh, chemistry with somebody sure so like i could get along with someone like constantly and we entertain each other you know like mm-hmm. that's the most important thing to me share lives together yeah, yeah, yeah exactly and like i like people with like good taste and things and like um you know a sense of humor good you know just paul, like a fun hang paul will often say is there a comedian that that a woman will be watching and they they really like them a lot and you're like oh seriously is there, are there any? I mean, you don't have to tell us with the comics because I know that in our industry we don't oh. necessarily want to. Like, what if? The, yeah, what if the comedian's like, I my favorite comedian is Jeff Dunham. Like, oh you, yeah, <laughs> are you gonna be like, um, poor Jeff Dunham? I, I've never seen any of his stuff. Is he funny? He, we'll talk about him off the air. Okay. Yeah. No, I I think that he's talented. I worked with him many times okay. uh, before he was famous. And no kidding. Oh yeah, Did he's he have the, in the nineties. Talking pepper back yeah, then. Yeah, <laughs> on a stick. Pepper. Uh, yeah, it's a talking pepper. Oh. hot pepper. He was on Johnny Carson. Yeah, I know. Oh yeah. Was, yeah. So I don't like Jeff Dunham. It's amazing that he be, that he broke as big as he did. There, yeah. right. I think there's a. I'm saying it's how long he's been doing comedy. I think he gets mocked because there there's like quite a bit of like subtle racism and mm-hmm. not so subtle racism. Right. So, that worked really well in the 80s and 90s. Right. Yes. So I think people don't like him for that and it's considered like hacky, but I see the value in what he's doing. Mm-hmm. So if someone if I met someone and they were like, I love that Jeff Dunham guy, he's great, I'd be like, all right, what else do you like? <laughs> <laughs> Let's never bring that up again. But I, <laughs> It's like a red flag of some sort. You're like, sure. There's going to be more but I, I wouldn't Here's a Confederate flag. I, what, what feelings does this bring for you? I would never... <laughs> right. <laughs> I would never hold it against them, I guess. I don't think it's so far out there that okay, it's like... Okay, but what if it was... It used to be like Dane Cook. Like, Dane Cook was the comic yeah, that people right. didn't like. Oh, until, man. like, Lewis Black told a great story about working with Dane Cook. And, and I tell that story. I'm like, here's what Lewis thinks. Just so you know. I actually worked with him, and I didn't like him. I... I didn't like him before I worked with him. And listen, you know I'm a lawyer. I talk about it often. But when I have legal questions or I have legal issues that I'm facing, I go to my friend Scott Shapiro. So if you've been injured on the job, um, need compensation, you might be entitled to money that you don't even know about. And that holds true for workers' compensation, personal injury, all that stuff. Um, My friend, Scott Shapiro, has been helping injured workers and 
doing entertainment law for almost 20 years now. You need to contact him, 312-648-8800, or email him at scott at scottshapirolegal.com. He is legitimately one of the best people and best lawyers I know. Um, If you call him, you tell him Singles Only sent you or I sent you, it's a free consultation. Granted, it's a free consultation anyway, probably, but boom. Just just throw my name so I can uh, stay in business here. Um, He is a full-service law firm in addition to workers' compensation cases, work injuries. He handles litigation. He handles all your legal needs for entertainment law. So those of you who are entertainers out there have legal questions. He's your guy. Again, free consultation. Don't take a chance and not get a lawyer. 312-648-8800 or check out his website, scottshapirolegal.com. I, I I thought he was really, really fun. I watched him do a set and uh, like it was, I was he pretty impressed. Yeah. yeah. I get why people hated him, but I was also like, how do you, how can you follow that? Yeah. Like he, even now. But. I think he became like easy to hate, but Dan Cook's first album is like one of my favorite comedy albums of all time. And his first Comedy Central Presents like kind of made me want to do stand up. Oh, that's right. great. Yeah. He's, there you go. But I can see why I stopped liking him after his like his Torgasm. Third. Did you watch Torgasm with Gary? I stopped Goblin liking when I, he named something Torgasm. Yeah. <laughs> that was, I, I okay, didn't well, even watch uh, it. What about if whatever, think of that comic that you can't understand their comedy or hate them besides myself? And, uh, and, and me. what if they? What if they? What if they're <laughs> like? That's my accepted. favorite comedian. Like how? What, because comedy is such a big part of your life. Is that something that's going to be like? Oh, are you gonna? Or are you gonna confront them and be like? Oh, I know who. who, who uh, <laughs> uh, the like carpool karaoke. James. Jim, James Corgan. Yeah. Oh, James Corden. You don't like him? No. Oh, I, I like don't. Him. I don't even consider that like comedy anymore. It's like him singing in a car. Like I don't know. He's it's a personality. I, no, I'm with you. Right. It just became like games. Also, like, I don't know Carson all those songs. So, so. What's that? I don't know all those songs. That's annoying. Johnny Carson was so like classy and right. funny, and it was real comedy coming through. And like you know, like they would rehearse those interviews, of course. But it was like they were perfect. And Conan O'Brien was like one of my biggest. Conan's my favorite inspiration. Yeah, mine too. I would say with Johnny Carson, he also let his guests shine sure he let them dazzle and and like jay leno couldn't do that and james and james likes to like he likes to be this, mm-hmm. the center of attention carson could be funny and do his sketches but when he had a guest he wanted them to be the star right he was a good interviewer and that, that's how i feel like i, I like ferguson was like that he was uh, yeah he was dazzling i liked him i thought he was great yeah yeah i like his books too by the way i strongly recommend uh, ferguson's uh, craig ferguson's books but um, Fallon, same thing. I feel like yeah, and I was a huge Jimmy Fallon fan. Of I liked him, but I, his show was unwatchable to me. It just they started doing these games, games yeah. and, or it's just not a like talk show. it's very like, self indulgent. I also love Ellen DeGeneres, but like she kind of st- spawned that too. Where yeah. it's just like we're just gonna goof around. Look at celebrities goofing around. It's like I don't want to see celebrities goofing around. That's like have the a dumbest com- right. thing I've ever heard of. So what if this? What if a girl's like into all these things that you don't like? Are you gonna? That still- would be that would be a hard sell for me. <laughs> really? <laughs> if she was like, Let's there you watch, go, you found it. Go. Let's watch. James Ellen. Corden, I'd be like, I gotta go. No, I watched the Ellen show. Like, I watched it with James like, Corgan. my grandma. James yeah. Corden. She's like, I love carpool karaoke. Will you watch this? That with would me? that would be a deal breaker. Yeah. W- what if she's like really hot though? <laughs> mm. You'll watch two episodes. How hot? He's not gonna end up. Da- he's not gonna end up dating her. Is what it is. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I, so- you'd see me like with a James Corden T-shirt. <laughs> like, <laughs> Just selling out. I mean, if she's as hot as you're saying, man, good God. 
Yeah, I mean, I, I say Heather Graham, whatever she likes. <laughs> we'll be driving around singing all day. Where is Heather Graham, by the way? I'm sorry. Just, we'll think oh, my God. Boogie Nights is my all-time favorite movie. Really? Yeah, That's all one of my top ten. She was it's lovely amazing. on Scrubs, by the way. She's like really underrated She was great on Scrubs. I love her. She's my favorite human She's being. beautiful, but a very underrated actress. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. She'll be mine. Um, <laughs> we have to send this podcast to her. Oh, should yeah. I send it to her every <laughs> week? Um, Roller girl. <laughs> I just send her my grades. It's like my report cards. I'm like, hey, this, just so you know, By that's what way. we did. Um, did you... Uh, so, as a person who's dated or hung out with multiple uh, comedians or comedian-adjacent people mm. and come out on the other side of it, you're saying that your counterpoint is that it's okay to do that. Well, I wouldn't recommend it. I am on your side where you probably shouldn't do it. But you but do it. My experience has ne- not really been bad. Like, I, I'm still friends with all these women, and, like, some of them are, like, my close friends. I just talked to an ex of mine who's a comic today who has another partner now that I also am friends with. I talked to them both, and, like, you know, we said, like, we all love each right. other. Like, we'll hang out as soon as we can. See, there's a better exa- example than me and Kevin Naughton. See, yeah. we exist. Kevin Nodden. We're yeah. very good friends. I love him. Yeah. Yeah. Kevin was also another guy who was like super nice to me. Yeah. He helped in. me. Yeah. He got me into Zany's. Great advice. Same thing. And, and like great still advice. like remembers our conversation from years He's and great. years ago. He yeah. was my last before my husband. Really? Yeah. I love Kevin. <laughs> Poor Kevin. He doesn't like to be known as the last, the last before my husband. <laughs> <laughs> but okay. But then you've also had some that, that you're not friends with. Or at um, least one, maybe two. I have one ex, and anyone listening that knows me will know who I'm talking about. Yeah, of course. <laughs> but and it, just a very, she was very, a very eccentric uh, young lady, uh, maybe a, a bit mean by some people's standards. But like I, you know, fell for her, and like uh, I, we had a really good relationship. I think people saw bad parts of it because she's so she was so outspoken and could be. I think I know who this is. Yeah, I bet you do. <laughs> She could be rude by a lot of people's standards, but like I, lo- I like truly loved her, and I still care about her a lot. But our breakup was bad, bad for her. I think she wasn't used to being uh, broken up with. I guess, sure. and I still feel terrible for it. But it was just like it. This this was great for a while, but it it just yeah, I'm, I can't do it. Anymore. My sense would be that it was that she felt things intensely and mm-hmm. wasn't able to process them. That's I think that's exactly right. Then I, I know exactly who we're talking about. But isn't that, Cheers. But isn't that something but with... But deep down, I will say, and if you are listening, which I bet you are, I still uh, think you're a wonderful person. And I had a good time Same. with you. Yeah. yeah. Uh, but, not uh, that I had a wonderful time with her. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, not, <laughs> you the way, not the way you did, but in a different way. In traffic. I'm sorry. But that, all those factors that you described mm-hmm. is something that you can say about many people who pursue comedy. They feel things. We're very yeah. empathetic people. Oh, yeah. I mean, yep. like, there's, you'll meet a lot of people that are, like, you, you're kind of a head case once you get to know. And, like, men and women, not, yeah. like, it, like any, any gender, it's like that we all are going through that. There's something sick to want to do comedy. Well, right. You have to be a little bit insane. I'm sure that's been said a million times, but it's like it's just such a it's true, true thing. Janine Garofalo. I was thinking about Janine when we were talking about uh, Dane Cook and how people started people started hating Janine Garofalo because yeah. she would say yes to everything, every movie project, everything. But she said that stand up comedy is a torturous blend of narcissism and extreme self hatred. Wow, that hit that hit me pretty hard right there. <laughs> Damn. <laughs> I think I think that's right. I, but like, I, yeah, I, I, and and that's for all of us is that we have to really think that we are you know we have, to have a high self importance and then also hate want ourselves. to yeah sure. it, to expose yourself to fillet yourself on stage to strangers is not normal. I think yeah, and it's like if 
like I, I was a real late bloomer, I think. Like I wasn't, I didn't have a lot of success in, in anything in high school, you know, like women or like sports or, mm-hmm. and I was just kind of like, you know, invisible. Sure, same. And then once, um, you know, I played music for a bit. I know you played music too. Mm-hmm. And then that was like a thrill. And then once I started stand up and I got like my first like big laugh, I was just like, I'll never not do this. This is crazy. It's like, it's, it's just a different an, uh, feeling. Yeah. It's a rush. It's like, it's like a drug, you know? Do not, you, do you also, when you, with that rush though, when you have the bad shows, do you carry that as heavily as you do? When uh, you have- what bad shows? You know what I mean? <laughs> <laughs> but that's always- oh, I've heard about your recent pop. <laughs> I had a rough one on Saturday. But that, oh, but that's man. the thing is that the hardest part for comics is to live in the middle of those, those highs that are so you know incredibly addictive yeah i think i've um come to arrived at a pretty good place like when i was new and like trying to like make a name for myself and i bombed i would like go home and like stare at the ceiling and like you know cry like literally cry (laughs) and but now it's like nah i mean i'll I'll be back like the, the the set you're talking about i think was, I don't know. I'm just. Kidding. Oh, you were messing with me. Yeah, okay, because yeah. I ran into your buddy uh, Bader and got into it with. We we started like being mean to each other. Oh, really? And then I was what? too. I was way too drunk to perform. I'm ashamed of this. Oh wait, I, I think I did hear about this. Yeah, and through someone else though. Yeah. Did Marty tell you? Because <laughs> Marty was there too, and yeah, I, yeah. I was just. I did the weirdest order of jokes ever. Like I did. I forgot everything I meant to say, and I was just doing a guest spot. Thank God. But I, I was, I was too drunk to perform, yeah. and I'm, I'm honestly ashamed. And thank God that I, will, I won't name the club, but the, that club is like the most loyal club to me. Yeah. And like literally, I, I'm in love with every, every it's staff member. And they, it did. I was worried it, it was so bad that I wouldn't be invited back. But like, I'm on two shows with them this week. Oh yeah. Tonight. yeah, I've bombed that club so many times. Yeah, and but I just, <laughs> the, just the mere fact that I was too drunk to perform, I was like truly ashamed of that. Have you ever had a show where you thought you did so bad, but you other whoever you were dating or like someone came up to you after the show? Oh yeah, I mean like, Saturday night. Well, I I did do bad, but um, but you picked up a woman. The host was no, no, no. Oh, is that going to be right. going sorry? Yeah, but go ahead. Um. Finish what you're saying. The host, uh, the host is my buddy. Well, can I name names? Yeah. Um, so Rob Ferujesh, one of my favorite uh-huh. people and favorite comics, he was hosting. And then afterwards, um, I saw him later that night, and I was like, man, that I really was terrible up there. And he's like, I didn't even notice you being terrible, and like, the, uh, no one really got big laughs that night. Yeah. So that I felt a little better for We're that. We're in strange times. Yeah, that's true. <laughs> yeah. And I I still should have done better. And that's why uh, last night I'm happy with my set. And Yeah, you did great last night. We did a show together. Yeah. Too. I forgot. Tonight um, I'm excited to go back up there and like uh, this will be my last drink. <laughs> <laughs> Ever. <laughs> um, what about in the, in the dating, in the perspective of women, though? Have you had a show where you were like, where people have come up to you afterwards, you're like, you thought you did bad and then mm-hmm. they thought you did amazing and it ended up well for you in terms of date ending up dating them? You know, I don't do the the thing so much that a lot of, I, I think I would say mostly male comics do this, where they meet women after the show right. and it becomes a thing. I don't really do that. I'll meet someone after the show, uh, maybe exchange information and then ask them out and then take it from there. Yeah. Like I don't do a lot of like one night stand things or, sure. or things like that. It's happened, but it's like I, I try not to make a habit of that. Have you had? Have you dated someone that saw your like the girl, your last girlfriend? She saw your set. Uh, she actually, yeah, she saw me at CUSK at least a couple times. Comedians you should know, right? Uh, yeah, comedians you should know, and also saw me at Laugh Factory at a show called um, Pain or Pay. Oh, Do you yeah. remember this? Yeah, Which of I, course. I, what? I still regret signing up for this, but it was, I, I was a judge on that show. Oh yeah, yeah. 
there was a dominatrix if you, that they brought in. Of, I think a fan, like semi-famous dominatrix. Yeah, I think so. If there's, if you you, <laughs> no, do, you do a set, the yeah. show is you do a set. There's judges, and then uh, the crowd decides if you get paid because it was a good set, and if you bomb, you get beat up by a dominatrix. Yes. Yeah. And the, uh, the judges for my show were uh, Rebecca O'Neill, great comic, yeah. and Marty DeRosa, who like, works with me on comedians, right. you should know, one of the greatest comics ever. And uh, they both said, like, we liked your set. We thought you did do good, but we're not going to give you the money. We want to see that oh, lady, yeah. like, <laughs> shocky with and a taser. Or something. The yeah, and then the dominatrix, like, I forget, like, zapped me with something and then <laughs> spanked me and took my shirt off. And then uh, you kissed me on the lips, which was really cool. Huh. Uh, but my my ex was in the crowd on a date. And uh, when I started talking to her, she was like, you know, I saw that show. <laughs> the lady, like, spanked you with a paddle and took your shirt off and, and kissed you. And I was like, oh, uh, all right. I also do, like, real comedy <laughs> shows. <laughs> and, and then uh, she's like, no, I know you from Community You Should Know, too. And then... Yeah, we, we hit it off pretty quick. We, we had like two really good dates, and then we just started seeing each other. Mm-hmm. Listen, I told you I had a special treat for listeners, loyal listeners of the show, Singles Only. And here it is. You heard me talk about the book Perfect Pain, which is a memoir by my friend Param Parastron. It's an awesome book about his journey, his life journey, of how he had this perfect life on paper, family, successful career, money, everything, but he had an underlying pain that he didn't address. And this book addresses that. It addresses his life in an amazing way. He had such a cool life, um, and he had some personal demons that he struggled with, and through therapy, he conquers that. It's a great book. I don't want to ruin it for you guys. Read it, perfectpain.com. But here's what I'm going to do. I talked to the author, Param Parastron, and he is going to let me give away a book every week. Here's what you have to do to get a free book. Subscribe to the podcast and give us a review. Once you've given us a review, five-star review, um, message me and tell me you did it, and I'm going to send you the book. Once, one a week. We're going to do this until we run out of books. I've got 22 to give away, it sounds like. So, perfectpain.com if you want to buy the book available on Amazon and available in auto audiobook too but if you are a listener of this podcast all you got to do is review this podcast and then message me and say hey I reviewed it or if there's a way to contact you I'll figure it out um, and you're going to get a book sent to you you don't even have to leave your house you're going to get a free book once a week I'm doing this for the book Perfect Pain by Param Parastron it's a great book I want everyone to read it I want to make this a bestseller and get the the far of our bump, the singles only bump. So buy it today or give us a review and get your free copy. And when you like it, don't lend it to other people. Make them buy it too because it supports this author and this journey. Perfect pain, parm, parastron. Have you had um, have you had situations where? Uh, they saw you have a bad set and they still wanted to go out with you. Like this, you're, you've clearly had bad sets. Oh yeah. That's a thing. <laughs> we all have. We all have. <laughs> but she clearly you was it, this time you had Sarab to yeah, help I, you off. The cliff, it went like but, four days ago. Yeah. <laughs> but, uh, but what about your, did you find that that was helpful for someone that knows what you're dealing with? You know what I, I will or say. Or other comedians that you've dated. 
Yeah, I think I think in both cases, I'd say um, I really sympathize with whoever is dating me after like a bad night because I can really like like yeah. get in my own head. Whether it's like comedy, I mean, it's usually comedy related because it's like the only thing I actually care about in the world, right? But um, it, yeah, if something's like dwelling on me, I become kind of like a different person. Like I I, I like sit on things too much and like think 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 it through a million times, and I'm sure that can be annoying. The, the one thing I will say about dating a comedian or someone who's comedian adjacent, they do understand like the shit that we have to deal with. And I do think that that's the only positive I could see of dating someone mm-hmm. that's in, a comedian. Because I know that when my shows during quarantine just were getting decimated, my schedule was getting decimated and I was hanging out with someone and they're like, oh, I'm so, I'm like, you just you don't under, I mean, I know that you're work is canceled but like this is <laughs> yeah this is different like oh yeah, yeah. Oh, this no. is like all i've i had looked forward to i had exes of mine from like years and years ago reach out to me during this because they're like they're like are, how are you doing but right like what like, we know you're like you must be suffering through this yeah like i, I think i think uh, exes who were not comedians yeah yeah okay. um i think both but um I think one thing people would say about me is like whether you think I'm a good comic or not. Like I clearly like love it as yeah, much as anyone same. that has ever you know been around. Like I I add every show. I run like four shows now. Like I want to be involved in every part of it. And if I'm not on a show, I go watch shows. Like I'm obsessed with stand up comedy. I'm absolutely obsessed. So when it all kind of went away, like people were like, uh, Blake, <laughs> like what it. What, what are you, you going to do? do? <laughs> it is. Yeah. And, and, and part of like during this time, what has bothered me, like the city of Chicago set up a fund for artists, right? Mm-hmm. Like grants mm-hmm. and stuff like that. And we're not on the list. I mean, we can apply, but they're like, we have to support our painters and our dancers. And it's our, the least appreciated. Oh my God. I mean, of all time. I think I saw balloon artists on there or something besides comics. Yeah. Like we're not on the list Puppeteers. and people have no idea. Jeff Dunham would qualify. <laughs> totally qualify. <laughs> Dunham, Dunham got paid off of this. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Good for him. Poor guy. I don't even. Each one of I've his never puppets. Seen. Thirty-five million dollars. Yeah, I know. I bet you each one of his puppets got the, like fifteen hundred bucks. The thing that I I went on a date with a woman, and uh, I tried to make this into a joke, but she uh, she mistaked Jeff. She said, "Oh, he's my favorite comedian," and it was a it was a picture of Bill Burr. I was like, "Oh, okay, she's cool." And then she's like, "I really like when he does the whatever." I was like, "Oh, you think?" Oh, you think he's Jeff Dunham? And then it just, it was like, I didn't know what was worse. The fact that she thought Jeff Dunham was Bill Burr or, wow. or that. Uh, now I just want to see Bill Burr doing a puppet show. Oh, God. I have a picture with Bill Burr. I did a show with him. Or, I mean, I was on the show with him. He he was on way after me. But, um, and she, that's what she said. She's like, I can't believe you, 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 got, you did a show with, Je- with my favorite comedian. I was like, oh. Nice. This is cool. and then it was. I was like, I don't know what to think. So that's why I'm like, I get that that people knowing what we're. But there's got to be more. I mean, you're making it sound well, so like puppy dogs and ice cream. I well, just don't believe. it. I will like, say this too. The other thing that dating has comedians dating comedians. <laughs> well, dating well women in comedy. I think that last week was really strange because I've been doing this for 25 years, and to see oh, right. and to see so many women be honest about what's happened. I can't. I, I could not even begin to unpack what the last 25 years has been like. And um, Tammy Pescatelli, I thought did a nice job because we started together. We have never met because in comedy 
they don't book women together. Together, That's yeah. In the nineties, like that was mm-hmm. un- you just didn't do it. Um, so you have that extra layer that I don't think that women would even talk about necessarily with another comic because we are often dismissed as just blaming or mm-hmm. saying that this is why my career is the way it is. And last week was astounding. I thought on Twitter, I just yeah. was blown away by how honest. And I, I couldn't, I couldn't put my stories up there. I just had it was too much. But I wanted to share so many other women, and it doesn't, it hasn't gotten any better. If anything, from what I'm reading, it's gotten, you know, it's worse. It's worse. In some ways, yeah. In yeah. some ways, I mean, that Joe Rogan podcast. The, the, I, oh, Coco Diaz. Yeah. Oh my God. I think that might be the single greatest thing about Twitter because I, I, I can't even go on Twitter. Like, it, I find Ugh. it so infuriating. But like, when stuff like that, when like a social movement happens, yeah. it's like, okay, this it was is, great. This is probably what this is yeah. really for for our like psyches. Like, this is. Right. This I was good. yeah. I was proud to be one of the old broads on on Twitter. Like Jen Kirk- Jen Kirkman did a great did job. A lot, she did yeah. a lot of heavy lifting. I, I texted yeah. her about that. Yeah. Yeah. Lori Kill awesome. Martin did a great job. Uh, I thought uh, you know who was interesting to watch was Elaine Boozler be quiet. And I, I think that because and it's funny because she actually paved the way for a lot of people. And I, I think she felt like me where it's like these women, uh, you know, she got to a certain level of success. Like, I'm going to let their stories mm-hmm. play out. Yeah. Sure. Instead of, like, drawing the attention to me. Because she was a writer. Well, there's a lot of Seinfeld. comedians that did shady stuff. And Oh, my God. Blake, when is your name going to come on? <laughs> but, I'm, but, I'm, but I'm saying I'm, that. Like, I'm, honestly, it would have by now. Like, I, I, but to come, back to, come yeah. back to you, the fact that you've dated women, I mean, there's a lot more that goes into when you're dating anybody else in whatever line of work. It's not the same as being a woman in comedy. There's a, we're, Course, we're yeah. we're very rare uh you know there's still a small percentage and and mm-hmm. we're looked at differently so you 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 have people coming into your life that have different uh yeah I, experiences like I, I i that's absolutely true and i think what i what paul's saying i think is it's like just a dangerous road to go down maybe mm-hmm. and i agree with that but it i it's been some of the best people I've ever met. Or we're tough broads, Paul. Is yeah. all I'm saying. No, we're I don't. Tough I don't. Not just that. tough, just like so smart and yeah. like with like really impressive like day jobs sometimes and stuff. And it's just like I'm like a construction worker by day. Like I don't. I'm not a smart guy. I like that's I, not true. You're very I, smart. I hit a hammer against a wall and like paint paint a building and then I go and tell jokes. Do you have a like, pension? Those are the Do only you have a pension? Because <laughs> <laughs> no, no. <laughs> oh, no. I uh, I w- I've been working this entire time. Like I. Didn't yeah. have to deal with. I mean, I kind of wish I got unemployment, but I, I just we were working outside for this entire summer, so uh-huh. my my day job has not changed one bit. But I, like, I I think my point is like, you could make a lot of like it. It's like uh, walking on thin ice. Like you have you you should be very careful if you're going to date anyone in the same field as you in comedy. I think especially yeah yeah, and I've seen it go wrong for a lot of you know friends of mine or people I kind of know adjacently. But for me, it's like I've just met some really like amazing people, and I'm honestly friends with pretty much every single one of them. Right. And the one I'm not, we're on good terms. We're not right. speaking, but the last time we talked, she moved to another city, and we had a really a beautiful talk. So, But let me ask you this. Yeah. You say you right now are in a good place with those people, but was mm-hmm. there a time when you were no longer dating the comedian where it was just it was, it was I can't toxic? think of one, no? really. No? Okay. I like, I mean, that big, the big breakup I had with the female comedian was bad. Understood. Very bad. Take that one away. Yeah. I'm talking about the other ones. No, the other ones are pretty okay. cool. And a lot of them, like the breakups just were just fizzled, fizzling out mm-hmm. instead of mm-hmm. like a big dramatic breakup. And that's honestly, that's the way to go, right? <laughs> that's the best case scenario. If a relationship isn't going to work, it'd just yeah. be like, all right, we're neither of us is like so into this. Yeah. 
Make it end. We're, we don't even, neither, neither person has to say it's Are we done here? Over. That's what you got to <laughs> yeah. say. Yeah. yeah. Oh, we're, so we're, so we're done. done. Yeah, yeah, I say, I'll leave you with this. Yeah, I'll leave you with this. We, did I get Before the light? I go. Yeah, I give go. me the light. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, I don't. I don't know, man. You make you make it sound so so well, nice. Well, I've like I've dodged a lot of bullets. I think because I've I've had friends or peers, uh, male and female, um, that it's gone really terribly for, and like feelings get really hurt, and then you can't go to the same place anymore, and it's like that is tragic. Mm-hmm. And I've been lucky; like that hasn't really happened. Well, we have friends who uh, who have been in relationships, and their relationships did not end well in the comedy world. So, oh yeah, yeah, absolutely. Yeah. Like that, it's it's very common. And I think I've been lucky. So I would say, if you're listening to this and you're a comedian, <laughs> Paul is right. <laughs> like, like I, that's I've, the standard. Yeah, I've gotten lucky, and I think I, I'm just very honest up front with whoever I'm dating. So I think it's less likely for feelings to get hurt if you're honest right away. Yeah. And then when things do kind of fizzle out, it's just like, all right, like that was really nice. Like, and like, let's keep hanging out. Like truly, like some of my best friends are female comedians that I have dated at some point. When was the last time you dated someone who wasn't a comedian or a comedian adjacent? Oh, 19... 70. No, I would say my last ex-girlfriend was not comedian. I, I she was a fan of comedy. I, I count that as a Jason. Because as a Jason? All right. You met her at a comedy ne- club. Never. Yeah. never. Really? I mean, not since I started comedy. No, how, how, I, long, how long have you been eight, you, Coming up on eight years. Okay. What's the longest relationship you've had? Uh, five and a half years. And that was one? Right before I started comedy. Okay. Or uh, up in, I was probably a year Stop. and a half in when it ended. Okay. And I'll, I'll a quick story about her. Can I say her name? Like, she wouldn't, I, I won't say. Yeah, but, you can. Why not? All right. Her name's Hannah. It? She's like love of my life. But we did five and a half years. She was an amazing person. She just moved to Utah like two days ago. And she sent me the most beautiful like paragraph long text message about like how she misses our relationship and she wishes me the best. And we broke up like seven years ago yeah and it was so nice and it was just is like she married or no we're just we're we became really good friends interesting so yeah, I, by, that, that, i've had that situation but how does yeah. that make you feel when she says she misses your relationship no it I, I but probably, not like in a it wasn't like, no no i misworded it she she said like you were like the best boyfriend I, and i had said the same thing to her i was like yeah, i think you're the best girlfriend i ever had i you know I, yeah i wish you the best it wasn't a try to re re-counsel no situation. and we've been friends I get it. I we've got now it. been friends for like five years like she's met my other exes and that's stuff where like patty that. thought it was going no uh, no no i mean i think that that seems like a no a and down, i don't think either of us no. feel uh romantically for i think during I covid think. i got a lot of messages from ex my ex-girlfriend and i we started talking more but not in that way same thing. We it was our healthiest relationship, but yeah, I'm like she's it's telling just, about I think her dates to do I'm that. Like, it's like yeah. checking it is in very on sweet. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, and like she was. We're not going to see not each a other comedian. for a long time. Not a comedian. Not a comedian. <laughs> uh, also, not an artist. That's the only non-artist I ever dated. Like she's very talented in many ways. She's going to Utah to be a first grade teacher. Oh, nice. adorable. She'll be. It's a. It's a Where best job ever. I actually don't know. That's all right. <laughs> this all I mean, gets doesn't pretty... matter. Utah is like. I'm curious. I know cells. Utah. I'm just saying. But I told her I'm a like Mormon. You know that. We. I want to see her again. <laughs> <laughs> Baptized, not the practicing. <laughs> That's true. It's a true story. I'd like to. I'd love to see her again one day. But now, like clearly, we're not going to see each other for a long time. Like she's moving there. But also, the the world is in a quarantine. So the takeaway is, you're still, despite all this, you're you see yourself. Your next relationship is probably going to be with a comedian or comedian adjacent. I will. I'd say I hope not. Icarus, I never, is I that never, to the I, sun? I yeah. never saw it. The funny females. I don't think it's Zany's on Wells. Huh. 
Oh, I was there. Oh, were you? I'm oh, sorry. yeah. You were hosting. I, went I always hosted. I hosted it for eight years. It was the I, longest running showcase. Oh, I was at quite were a few you? of those. Yeah. <laughs> look at that. Dated a lot of those. I go, who's it going to be tonight, yeah. baby? There's Lisa Traeger. Wait, what? <laughs> oh, I wish Lisa Traeger makes, would go it makes it, uh, I love makes Lisa Traeger. Blake sound predatory, which he is not. No, I we went, have, we I went a, to we that. Have an, we have Vanessa Bear. We had we had a lot of. Yeah. We had Cameron Esposito, not in your. I went to it multiple times with the. Yes, I, I, I'm now. I know where we are. Yes, <laughs> I'm familiar. I think first time I ever performed as you were headlining. By the way. Oh. Yeah. I hope. And I was, okay. I was star, starstruck. Oh. <laughs> Someone told me one time that that performing with me was on their bucket list, and I was like, get a bigger bucket. I'm just, <laughs> please don't. It's not. <laughs> I just, I'm so happy. I'm like everybody else. I'm happy to grab the microphone. It's like I get that's to do this. Right like, attitude, that's, right? I know. Yeah. yeah. Getting any sort of ego is a mistake. That's yeah. when you call your yeah. special torgasm. <laughs> yeah, like, I mean that's I've, where that's where you lose me as a fan. I, yeah. I've been in green rooms, and I mean there there are some stars that I'm just like I didn't want to meet George Carlin for that reason. I was yeah. afraid, but it turns right. out apparently he was very nice. But I really? could I couldn't do it. I couldn't. He's like they the called smartest me. comic ever. Yeah. Well, they called me and they were like, "He's at Zany's tonight," and I'm like, I can't I can't go. What if he sucks? What if he's an asshole? I what have if a story I about that too? But we're we're oh, out of time. What? We'll, we'll talk oh, about wow. it. Here. Blakey, where can people Blake? I keep calling you Blake. I'm sorry, Blake. You can call me Blake. I, know, yeah, I like that. Blake, my uh, most of my friends call me Blakey Boy. <laughs> Blakey, where can people find out more about you? Are they call you the down at the docks. Hey, Blakey Boy, get the cigarettes. <laughs> it's the construction. Yeah. They're waiting yeah. for the boat to come. Yeah. Do they call you Blakey at the construction sites? Uh, I'm usually working by myself. So no, <laughs> <laughs> I call myself that, but <laughs> my inner monologue is always good. Hey, job, Blakey, Blakey. Boy. They really painted that deck real nice. But I do want to say one thing before you say where where can people find you? Um, Besides I, construction sites, I'm Blake Burkhart Comedy on Instagram. That's the one I like the most. Okay, don't worry about Twitter. Uh, follow comedians you should know on on and your everything. Podcast, your podcast with the yeah, I, I run a couple podcasts now. Uh, Blake and Bobby go to the movies. Is yes. with Bobby Condon, who's um, a big dumb idiot. Um, it's like if if you like movies and you like movie podcasts, we're like Cisco and Ebert if they were like constantly like being really mean to each other. Yeah. <laughs> so well, people seem to like it. That's kind of gotten popular, but we can't go to the movies for a while. So yeah. What's the other on one? Names. Um, I'm okay. starting. I'm there's one with uh, Jonah Jerkins and Joe Fernandez. I run now also a movie podcast called uh, Trust Me, It's Awesome. That'll be coming out soon. We haven't released it yet, but we have, we have about it's eight recorded. Title. And I, I do want to say this: the first time I met Blake, I don't know if you remember this, but. You had a phase where you were just doing Jeff, Jeff Foxworthy. <laughs> oh, was, my God. It wasn't a phase. It was for Halloween. Oh, is that right? Yeah. I didn't know that. I did. It. I went as him for Halloween, I think, three, but you did that <laughs> three set. years in a row. You did that set. Yeah. yeah. And, uh, and I thought that that was, that was your thing. <laughs> really? And I was like, I go, at first I was like, what is this kid doing? And I was like, I'm like, it's actually pretty funny. You know what's great is that night, <laughs> like, made me. <laughs> like, I, I was never booked on a single show. No, and this was at an open mic, I think I saw you. Yeah, yeah oh, oh. that's what it was. But it, it was, I had never been booked on a show. I, I still love stand-up, but I wasn't. no one took me seriously. <laughs> I never thought I was an idiot or they didn't know who and I was at all. And then they took you seriously. Well, it was uh, <laughs> Timmy Brochu ran an open mic. that was a, It was a com, uh, costume contest open mic sort uh-huh. of thing. And so I had a mustache at the time, and I was like, I'm just going to be Fox. And I, had a, I used to have hair, yeah. now I'm bald. But I had a comb over like Foxworthy, and I just wore a suit and like brought my own microphone. And just started doing the Foxworthy impression. Everyone, everyone was like, "What are you doing? Like, who, yeah. who are you?" And then I did it on stage, and it like it was the first time I ever like killed. It was fucking was me hilarious. as Foxworthy. And then I, the next week, I got booked for like four That's shows, funny. and then people were like messaging me and like asking me like 
to do their stuff. You can find that wow. clip of him on Which MySpace. Is oddly, that's, that's what his career was like. <laughs> <laughs> that really was. That was it. That was my first year probably of stand up. Yeah. That's probably my first six months. Wow. All right, Blake. Thanks for doing the podcast. Thanks, Patty. Thank you. Where oh, can so people find you, Patty? Uh, Patty Vasquez, CHI, and withkindwords.com. And you know where to find me. So thanks for listening. Right here. It's a singles only podcast. Still standing, got my feet tucked in this crowd, knowing nothing about the sun.